Our scripture lessons this morning, as we continue to make our way through the season after the Epiphany, as we gather together, the lessons come to us from the Old Testament prophet Jeremiah, chapter 1, verses 1 through 10, Psalm 71, verses 1 through 17. The epistle lesson comes from 1 Corinthians, chapter 14, verses 12 through 20, and the gospel is from Luke's gospel, chapter 4 verses 21 through 30. <clears throat> I've asked Mike, who was going to help with the children this morning, to keep them in the sanctuary. The sermon is for all of us this morning, but I think it's especially designed for our younger people in our midst. And so I wanted them to sort of be with us um, this morning as we look a little bit into the word from Jeremiah that Robin read for us. <clears throat> The lesson that Robin read for us this morning from the Old Testament prophet Jeremiah and then the gospel reading also reminds us that Jesus' ministry stands in continuity with the prophets who came before him. But this, there is more to it than that because each of us today finds ourselves in a similar situation to Jeremiah in the sense that God calls each of us personally as well. So I want to focus a little bit today on these words from Jeremiah and on Jeremiah's experience because I think there's a way in which our experience is, can be similar to his. We learn some truths about ourselves and about life from these words from Jeremiah. And so all of you who are younger in the crowd this morning, keep your antenna up and stay with me, please. The first thing that I want to say to you this morning is that you are, you are intimately known by God, and you have been known by God since before you were ever born, if you can imagine that. God knew about you. He knew that you were going to come to be. He knew everything about you before you were even born. There are no accidents with God. You know, sometimes we live in a society, I call it a functional society, where our worth as human beings seems to be determined upon our ability to contribute to society. But God doesn't work that way. You are precious and valuable to God today, not for anything that you can do, but simply because God knows you and loves you and has known you long before you ever were born. You are precious and valuable to God today because you were in the mind of God long before you were ever in the mind of your mom and dad. You are a product of God's love. And so every step that you have ever taken in your life, every fear that you've ever had, every mistake that you've ever made, everything you've ever done wrong, Every dream that you have ever hidden away in your heart, everything that you have done that you enjoyed, all of that is known more deeply to God than you. You are here this morning because your life began in God's mind and heart long before it ever began in the heart and mind of your mom and dad. And because of that, there's a second thing that we need to pay very close attention to this morning. And that is this, 
that not only does God know about you and has known about you, but because of that, God has a very special purpose for your life. He has a plan for you. And our job is to listen as we continue to grow, is to listen to him because he will begin to make known what his purpose is for us. Now we need to step, we need to stop and pause here for just a moment. Because we live in a world also of people who will tell us that we can be anything we want to be. You might have already heard that. You can be anything you want to be. Now, I admire the sentiment behind that, and it's quite noble, but I don't think it's always true. I could stand here today and tell you that I wanted to be a professional football player. I wanted to play pro football and go to the Super Bowl. But seriously, folks, take a look at this. Genetics was not kind to me if I wanted to be a pro football player, right? Seriously, do you want to stand here and tell me that I could be a professional football player with this body? No. Maybe a jockey racing horses, I don't know. But not a pro... We, I admire the impulse, but it's not always possible to be anything that we want to be. But let me tell you this morning, you can be everything and anything that God wants you to be. You can be what He desires for you to be and do in this world. You can fulfill His purpose for your life. And too often, I think, sometimes we struggle to try to understand that God has a special plan for us. He has something special in this world that he wants you to do and be. And we can struggle with that, thinking, well, how can that be possible? I'm just, I'm just me. <laughs> and we remember many characters in the Bible who struggled with this, too, like Jeremiah in our lesson today, right? Ah, oh, Lord God, how can you have a call for me? I, I can't do this, right? Moses was the same way. He didn't want to lead God's people. He didn't think he could do it. We can search our Bibles and find character after character who thought, there's no way I can do what God wants me to do. Some of us adults today have struggled with that as well. And we use the same, we face the same struggles that Jeremiah and others did. I'm too old. I'm too young. I'm not smart enough. I'm not an effective speaker. I'm not talented enough. Compared to so-and-so, I'm inadequate. I'm not experienced enough. I've never done anything like this before. On and on and on. Just add your own stuff to the list. But of all of these, when, it, when we boil them all down, all of our fears and our struggles with trying to figure out how could God have something special for me to do in this life, it all comes down to what God told Jeremiah and he tells us, my child, this isn't about you, it's about me. It's about God's power. I will help you. I will teach you. I will guide you. I will instruct you. I will be with you. I'm not going to leave you alone to try to figure it out for yourself. God knows all about you, and he has from before you were ever born. 
and everything that he wants you to be, you can be. I'm not sure what that's going to mean for you today. I don't know what that might mean for each of you, what God's special purpose might be. That's for him to work with you to help you figure that out, and for your mom and dad to help you figure that out as you grow. But I do know this, which leads us to a third thing we need to understand this morning, and that is this, that whatever it is that God wants you to do, and trust me, it will be special. God wants you to help change this world. And you may, he may not make you rich and famous to do that to where everybody else in the world can see what you're doing. It may be that he will use you to do something and to help people and to change their hearts and to help them in their minds and their bodies or whatever it might be. And nobody else in the world may ever notice, but God will notice. And so whatever he calls you and asks you to do today, he will put a special touch upon your life to help you do it, just like he did Jeremiah. Remember what he did here with Jeremiah? Jeremiah's like, ah, Lord God, I can't do this. I can't do what you want me to do. And God says, hold on. God comes and touches his lips, right? And then God says, I have put my words in your mouth. I have touched you. I will help you. I will do it. And whatever God has planned for your life this morning, and trust me, it's beyond anything you could ever dream. Whatever God has planned for you, he will come and put a special touch upon your life to help you fulfill that. The old cliche is true that God's will for your life, whatever he has planned for you, is never going to take you where his grace and help won't also be with you. He doesn't leave us alone. He doesn't leave us to figure it out by ourselves. He doesn't ask us to do it by ourselves. He touches us. He helps us. He strengthens us. He promises to go with us and to be with us. And we need to understand this because guess what? Sometimes... When you try to follow the plan that God has for you, I can't fib to you this morning. Sometimes it's not going to be easy. Sometimes it's going to be hard. Sometimes you're going to meet with trouble. Sometimes people are going to make fun of you. They're going to persecute you. They're going to lie about you. They're going to cause all kinds of trouble for you. It's the way it happened to Jesus, right? When, when we accept the light of the world that Jesus is... He has come as the light of the world, right? When we accept that light, the darkness doesn't like that, and the darkness will fight against us. And so when you seek to pursue what God wants you to do in your life, you're going to face challenges sometimes. And that's why it's so important to be in the church and to let others who love you and care about you pray with you and support you and help you and be with you. So that again, you're not alone. So I want to encourage you this morning, not just the younger folks in our midst. Everything I have said this morning applies to you at whatever stage of life you are in this morning. And maybe you just need to be reminded of that. But this applies, this word of the Lord is for all of us, but especially for those of you who are younger. 
please keep your heart and mind open to all that God wants to do in your life. Let your parents help you also. Let the church help you. And remember that he loves you so much, his plan for you is greater than anything you could ever imagine. And whatever he asks you to do in your life, he will put a special touch on you. He will help you. And you will never be alone. And who knows, maybe years from now, we might be looking on and seeing how God is using all of you to do great things in this world. And we'll be able to say, I knew that young person way back in the day. They were part of my congregation. We prayed for them. We tried to encourage. I know, I know that person. Look how God is at work in their lives. And here's the other thing. God doesn't ask you to be somebody that you're not. He just wants you to be you. He wants you to be the person he has made you to be. So as we come to the Lord's table this morning, I want us to come with gratitude that God has known about us, that we've been in the mind and heart of God long before we were ever born, and we're still on his heart and mind today. And because of that, he has a special plan and purpose for every single one of us here. Every single one of us here has that unique calling to cooperate with him in the salvation of the world, to help heal the brokenness that's all around us. And he will not ask us to do it ourselves. He grants us a special touch to help us in whatever he calls us to be. I hope and pray that one day you'll be able to look back on this day as a day maybe when God spoke to you and helped you to see that he had something special in mind for you for your whole life. And that this day was, was a day that changed your life forever. May it be the case with all of us. May Jeremiah's experience resonate with all of us this morning as we continue to seek God's touch upon our lives for the call that he has given to us. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, amen.